0: So Cody Gapper, where do I start? We went from advanced talks to having actually signed him within about an hour. First one was a bombshell when we were even in talks and then to actually just get it signed was, yeah, hard to explain how I was feeling because I had spent a decent amount of time telling people that I wasn't convinced by this player. So I've gone from reluctant to buzzing that we've just made a sign in to nervous. I I imagine this is how you must feel if you get like a shotgun wedding in Vegas or something your that initial buzz must be incredible and then you so brother oh shit we've actually done this but I wasn't expecting a signing and we got one so you can get excited for just about anything can't you I remember when we signed Fabinho and it seemed like it was fairly out of nowhere and I was hyped for that and I, look, he's been obviously a very good player for Fabinho but He's a practical player. He's not one you tend to get too excited about. Is it? It's kind of if you got an air fryer for Christmas, I'm sure you're very grateful, but you're probably not piercing your pants in excitement, are you? But um, much like the Fabiño signing, at the very least, if nothing else, it feels like we've done United over. So it's kind of addition by subtraction, isn't it? Hopefully, we've. It seemed like they were going for Gakpo, um, and we have snuck in there. I don't know whether we were always planning on this, um, or whether it was just an opportunistic one. We tend to be pretty methodical. I'm sure everybody was probably monitoring this guy. We hadn't been linked at all, which is interesting. Um, would we have, is it like a DL situation where potentially we might have been looking at it in the summer? Clubs were circling, so we decided to jump in January. I'm not entirely sure. But it is hard to get a gauge on with him because he obviously, he looks, a good player? Does he look an outstanding player? I'm not entirely sure. Um, But that probably fits the price bracket at that point, doesn't it? 37 million that could rise to 50. It's probably the right price bracket for him. We've got this weird thing in football, don't we, where if you get linked for a ridiculously high price and then he goes for a lot less, it's kind of treated like it's a bargain. So when he was being linked with a £70 million transfer, I think we all sat up and thought what the hell who's going to do this and it's probably the main reason why united would be in link with him isn't it because we thought they're the only ones who'll do this whereas this is probably just what gap is probably worth for that reason i guess the feeling i've got is probably similar to when we signed jota where it was my main gripe i guess was well, does this guy conclusively improve us at the time it was obviously Salamani, Firmino. me thought, well I'm not convinced he does. Now, a good sign, if you're a Liverpool fan, is that, I oh, was obviously pretty comprehensively wrong on that. I think it seems easy to forget now. He came in and was playing on the left. I think Mane was either injured or, or I don't know, struggling. And looked shit out there. It looked like he might be taking Mane's place. And then, obviously, does another great job up front uh, instead of Firmino, who definitely was struggling for, for goals, if nothing else, at that point. So maybe we're going to have a similar situation with Gakpo. As we have whenever you sign a player... I've done the thing that doctors would probably recommend you don't do. Don't go to the internet, right? If you've got a symptom. And if you're a fan, probably don't go to the internet and watch compilations, but we always will. We know we will. Um, we can say it's so that we get a better idea of this player because probably none of us watch much Dutch football. Um, but it's just to make ourselves feel better, isn't it? That's all it is. It's show me his best bits, make me feel better about this signing we've just made. And the best bits are pretty good. Um, But it is pretty striking on most videos you see of him just how much he plays on the left. And even if he's not starting there, he clearly drifts there and wants to come inside onto his right foot. And he's pretty good at it. But you do wonder with Liverpool what that means for some of their players. Um, When Diaz is fit, he's obviously the go-to guy on that side. Does Gakpo, is he better than him from what we've seen of current? evidence i don't know that you'd say definitively and i think most of us would probably fall on the side of diaz on that obviously in the world cup he did show he could be played centrally or a little bit more withdrawn would we go darwin up front him just behind seems quite attacking obviously we'd have to sacrifice midfielder for that i'm not entirely convinced we would um and salah has been doing that increasingly obviously playing a little bit more inside over the last few weeks he's obviously if salah goes back on the right he's not going to take that that position um or is he, instead of, you know, so would we play him as a, uh, it's not exactly a false nine, is he? But I guess you wouldn't exactly call Gappo a nine either. So if you did play him as the central striker, he kind of would become that. He's not, he's not the Firmino type, but maybe he's he's going to have some different qualities that he can exhibit there. And that would become kind of our new Firmino. Because I guess that is partly in my mind, is that we do seem to forget the Firmino's out of contract this summer. And, look, I can see why we'd be complacent about contracts, because obviously we don't have any recent history of players leaving at the end of their contract on a free when we thought they were going to sign. But we probably should work that out, right? You probably de- you probably detected some sarcasm in my voice there. The other thing, I guess, and this is just... A, I've not seen anyone float this theory. This is a Armageddon worst-case scenario theory that's in my mind, and hopefully, obviously doesn't come to fruition at all. But is that Diaz injury worse than people think? Uh, He's obviously aggravated it. They didn't see that coming. Klopp said that. Are they concerned about that? And this is just an insurance policy. It's an expensive one if it is, because even if 37 million to 50 million is not big money in this uh, day and age, similar as when I said with Jota, is that if he is going to be a cover player, that's a very expensive cover player. (laughs) Or is it? Or is that now... The going rate if you want to be a top club and that's your cover player that's the backup maybe yeah maybe i'm uh need to get with the times a little bit in that sense as well in that sense i guess it feels like a change in little sort of strategy and in terms of the playing style but i think he's moldable enough in terms of the playing style he is shown for the netherlands that he could play more centrally he didn't just have to play out left slightly more withdrawn when um when Van Gaal brought the pie in. I thought the fact that Van Gaal trusted him to do different roles and yeah, kind of backed him to play out Central role didn't just say, look, do what you've been doing for PSV, cutting in off the left. He obviously wanted something different from him, but also backed him to be able to do that. Shelly's coachable, and we've shown, obviously, we can what we can do with players previously. So I guess you're back. Uh, Klopp and his coaching staff on that front. I think he's, while he's not, Gap has not, lightning quick. I think he's quick enough. I think some of the sort of stuff of I think maybe people were expecting something a bit quicker and therefore starting to think he's really slow. But I don't think he is. I think he's he's got enough in the tank. Um him and Firmino would probably be a decent race, for example. And quick enough over five or ten yards, not lightning quick like a Sala or a manet, of course, but good enough. And I wonder if as long as you know what you get with Gappo, you shouldn't be too disappointed. I guess the comparison I probably make with that is I think people thought with like Jaden Sancho, he was going to be this lightning quick wing. He was going to be blitzing people. I kind of whenever I'd seen him for Dortmund. I was like, he's not really that guy. But now people are kind of making out like he turns like milk. And he it doesn't. He's probably the same sort of speed as other than Someone like Jack Grealish. And he can beat a man. So uh, I think that sort of thing with Gakpo, it's going to be interesting to see what we do with him in that sense. Because uh, we have relied on raw pace and directness on that front line. It's something I've, called for whenever it's looked like we're going to replace Salah or Mane. It has to be like for like in that regard. And he he doesn't look like a fit in that sense. So I would probably have assumed he'd be playing more central. But those, he does, every video I've seen of him, he does seem to come from the left. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see what we do. It's going to be exciting to see what we do, if nothing else. Um, I shouldn't probably look at Gift or something else too much because whenever we've done our sort of uh, podcast on the pod for what does your team need or want in this transfer window. I've tended to say more depth, and at the very least, he offers more depth. So I shouldn't uh, look at it too much. I guess it's more probably what it means for the rest of our transfer strategy and the rest of our players, I guess, is, is the question. Because you go, if he was to play more centrally, what would that mean for Darwin? Uh, and again, if he was to play more wide, does that mean, what are we then going to be dropping Diaz when he's fit? Is Sally going to be coming inside more? Well, what are we going to be doing? So those are questions to be answered. And it also means, I've said this isn't actually much of a break from the club's transfer mould. I think if you can see a player that's being linked with a lot of clubs and you can get in for £50 million or less, I think Liverpool will be all in, in truth. Because I think they look at the fact that, basically, if you want a blue chip talent in Europe now, it's pretty much £100 million plus out the gate. And I think the club is very nervous about this sort of thing. So if they can get someone like this for less, I think they'll always be there or thereabouts, ready to pounce. Um, I guess they'll, they're hoping for another Salah or Mane, where it's not like they were unknown players, but you just question if they can make that step up. And obviously they did it emphatically, and they'll hope for the same at Gakpo. But the, uh, the rest of it is we obviously are looking to get a midfielder in. I don't think the club is even shying away from that what does that mean? I thought we probably would go for one in January because the need is pretty urgent. Now you're less convinced, particularly for some of the big money signings we're talking about. Obviously, the Enzo Fernandez talk is getting more and more uh, loud, but that's a 120 million euro release clause. I'd be very surprised if the club does that in the same way as a gap Certainly without sales, because even in the summer where people thought, well, it looks like, Liverpool are changing the strategy with Darwin I mean on the pitch it's obviously a changing strategy he's very different to what we've had previously Um, but but then in terms of how funding the signing once again we sold Mane for around 30 million we've got nearly 20 million for Minamina nearly 20 million for Nika Williams so you're making up the money really quickly anyway in that so that wasn't the changing strategy it was more on the pitch than there's a changing strategy is this a sign Liverpool are going to be more aggressive because You look at the current score, there's not a lot they're going to be able to sell if they're looking to raise funds for a midfielder. So if they are, I would take them at their word, going to be going after one of these midfielders we're being linked with, then you've got a £50 million hole from Gakpo burning a hole in your pocket and probably £100 million plus for whichever midfielder it is they're going to go for in the end. So I guess my main feelings with it is excited we've got a player in. I think Gakpo has something. I'm not expecting him to set the world alight, but I think he can be a lot better than some of the naysayers might think. But my bigger concern is obviously the midfield is supposed to be the priority. Where does it leave us with regards to doing something on that? That's probably going to be what makes or breaks the club for the next few years.